We'll take a short break. Uh, I want to tie a couple of things together. Of course, we always mention something quickly from the Parsha. We're doing the Parsha's uh, Nosoi uh, this week. Um, but also, on a personal level, um, tonight is uh, 37 years of our anniversary, marriage anniversary for myself. Uh, and uh, also tonight uh, is the yard site of my uh, father-in-law, blessed memory, Arya Leib, Ben uh, Rivka, the uh, Pesach Hillel. And um, so the Neshavah have an Aliyah, and uh, we'll dedicate a few uh, words of Torah in, uh, in his memory. Uh, but of course, you know, you have to start off with a small, uh, a little joke about our anniversary. So uh, the joke goes that there was a couple that they were celebrating in Mitzvah Shem for their, their 75th anniversary. <laughs> so they were celebrating the 75th anniversary and they made a big party. They invited all the guests, everybody, everybody's over there. And, you know, everybody's having a good time. And then, you know, comes the time of the wife and she's going to make a toast. So she picks up her cup and she makes a toast. And she says, living with this man, with Jack, she says it was like time, it was like two days. And everybody, wow, 75 years, like two days, that's something so impressive. And, and uh, everybody is wishing for themselves. But you know, in every crowd, there's always a nudnik. So the nudnik raises the hand, he says, he said, I got a question. He says, why FS two days? Why not one day? He says, well, like Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. <laughs> now, hopefully it's not, hopefully it's not like that. Um, but really, um, you know, in the bar- this parasha, we have the most seemingly profound bracha, which the Kohanim bless uh, this special mitzvah to bless the Jewish people. Rashi comments right away in the beginning. He says that God's blessings is different than an ordinary blessing or a gift that a human being gives. And Rashi brings an example that if you take an example, if somebody will give you will give a precious, a king wants to reward his servants uh, for serving him well, he'll give him a precious stone, he'll give him something of great value, but yet it's very possible and it's likely that there'll come bandits, there'll come robbers, and they'll take it away from, from him. So what does he end up getting from the gift? Nothing, because he can't, doesn't necessarily hold on to it. The meaning of the brach of the Ebrister is Not only does God bless you and give you all the good things, the blessings, but actually He protects the assets that you have and He blesses you and He gives you not only the gifts, but also makes sure that you use them properly and that they're there for you. You know, there's a story in the Gemara that tells us about exchange of a uh, one of the, uh, the sages with the king, in which the king gave him a um, a precious uh, jewel, which was very expensive, and the uh, sage, the rabbi, sent him back a mezuzah. 
And when he said, well, you know, I spent uh, so much money to uh, buy you such an expensive gift, and what are you sending me, a piece of parchment with uh, just words on it? It doesn't seem to come close to the value that I spend on you. And the rabbi said to him, well, you sent me something that I have to watch, but I sent you something that watches you. The uh, mezuzah is something that uh, watches you. And, uh, you know, like, I guess, in honor of that, another joke. So this, this guy sells his house to a non-Jew, and he sees all these mezuzahs on the door. And he asks him, what's that, you know? He says, that's a security system. So he says, oh, what do you want for the security system? He says, you know, $500 for all the mezuzahs, big house, $500 for mezuzahs, you can have the security system. Okay, he says, for $500, I'll buy it. A couple of months later, he says, he comes back to the Jewish but he says, you know what? Just take back your security system. He says, what's the problem? What's the bothering? He says, it's a big problem. He says, you know, because I live in a Jewish neighborhood and the collectors, they look at the house, they want to make it a Jewish house, so they're looking into <laughs> the mezuzah. So I say, they keep on waking him up and disturbing me by ringing the bells of the mezuzahs. He says, you know, take back your mezuzah. But in any event, um, it's a tremendous bracha. You see, the Ebrister blesses you, Baruch Hashem, it gives you a family, it gives you a spouse, and you live together. Hashem grants you good health and mercy Hashem for the coming years, for many, many years to come. And, you know, it's one thing to have a blessing, but then Hashem should protect it for you, and that you uh, cherish and you appreciate Hashem's blessings, and that you have shalom bayis, and that you have the blessing. So it's not only Yivarechecha, but it's also the Yishmarecha. It's also guarding it because sometimes, you know, people have God's blessings. God blesses them with the families and other things and they waste it because they fight and they don't appreciate and they don't uh, cherish it. And so it's almost Yivarechecha Hashem, but it's not Yishmarecha. What's the word? Same thing is true with life itself, you know. God blesses somebody with Arichas Yomim, gives him life, gives him health. But if he doesn't cherish it, then he doesn't utilize it, he doesn't appreciate, he's angry or he's uh, always uh, looking for more, he's not Sameach Bechelkoi, he's never happy, he's never happy, always, uh, always complaining. So it's almost Yevarechecha Hashem, but where is the Yishmarecha? Where, <laughs> where is the protection? So that's why when we say, Whenever we bless somebody, we say, Arichas Yomim, Veshonim Toivis. Long life, long days, but good years. Just long life without being good, without having good years, is almost uh, not Yishmarecha years. Those are not. So when we pray to the Ebrister that it should be Yavarecha Hashem, Ishtar can bless you, give you what you need, but also protect you. And make sure that the blessings that you have, that you actually use it, and you use it properly, and you a benefit, and you have the appreciation for HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything that He does for you. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what is the number 37? Where do you find the number 37? I'm sure there's lots of it, but what comes to mind is right away, we know the Akedas Yitzchak, uh, that Yitzchak Akedas says it was 37 years old. As Rashi makes the Cheshman, he got married by the age of 40 because Rivka was just born at the age when he was 37. As Rashi told us in many other places, it's brought down that he was 37 years old. So there is a connection between a person reaching the age of 37 or the number of 37 in a marriage in which 
there has to be, uh, and people learn a little bit the meaning of sacrifice, of akeda, of being uh, after Baruch Hashem so many years, then you learn that, you know, it's a mutual um, effort and it's a mutual home. And sometimes you got to bind yourself a little bit and you got to uh, tie yourself up and to make it work so that you can't sort of have it only your way. And uh, the word Lamed Zayin usually is also spelled in the Russian, Russian Kodesh, it's a Russian Tevis of Zichroinoi Levrocha, which is his memory should be for a blessing. That's usually used for a righteous person, as we know, is a Zichroinoi Levrocha. So which also fits in Zichroinoi Levrocha, the 37, with my father-in-law's Yorzeit, which I want to mention, Zichroinoi Levrocha. And, you know, he was a, an individual who uh, was a Holocaust survivor. And um, he, um, you know, came through, he wasn't actually Baruch Hashem, he wasn't in the death camps because he was hiding in pits, can you imagine, for four years living in the, it was uh, you know, it was uh, so traumatic and so unconceivable how they survived, you know, the few people together and they made it through the war and what I'm always, um, you know, amazed and what I appreciate about these people, that after having suffered such devastation after seeing such savagery, such cruelty, such inhumanity, and the, uh, all the kinds of experiences that they experienced that on themselves and their family, lost all their families and parents, brothers and sisters, you know, everybody, they, everything that a person cherishes, they lost everything. And yet, when they were saved, the amuna they didn't lose. They kept their amuna, they kept their belief, they kept their tradition, they made sure that when they came to America, they send their children to Jewish educations, they had very little, and they had uh, to have Mr. Nefesh to send the kids to pay for the tuition to make sure that the kids get a, a chinuch. Where does that come from? That comes from a deep-rooted amuna from Takya, from Akedis Yitzchok, and from Avram, and from Avram. Zacharti as brisi as brisi Yaakov, Av as brisi Yitzchok, Av as brisi Avram Esker, as we learned in the parsha of Bichukoisai. Or the, these were all the strong and real yidden that nothing would move them and nothing would shake them. That despite all the tzaras and all the hardship that they went through, they cleaved to Hashem. And, you know, my father-in-law wasn't this great scholar by, by any stretch of the imagination, but you should, I would watch him the way he sits in Davins and Shul. Not a word during the Davin. He would sit and look in his sitter the whole time, he didn't even have a beard, so he wasn't, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, considered himself like a, a very uh, pious or holy man. He considered himself a very simple person. But he would sit and daven in his corner, not a word, never talking in the middle of the davening. It wasn't even a question, never taking the eyes out of the sitter. Just davened with the minion all the time. Was the first one there for the minion, left the last one. Just was a simple... Jew working, serving Hashem. It's very admirable. Uh, and Halavai, we can have and learn some of that strength and that amuna and that conviction and especially to continue to live by that in our own lives. That's a blessing that I wish myself and I wish everybody uh, that we should have happy lives, nachas from our children, and our offsprings, the grandchildren, and uh, 
Shalom Bayis, as I said before, and good health and happiness and good spirit, and hopefully that we will merit very soon, sooner than soon, the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, the Meher of Yemenu.